Welcome to Emily Rose Meditations. I'm your host, Emily, and today we'll be engaging Julian of Norwich to help us think about the pieces of our lives we'd rather forget. This is the 17th chapter of Julian of Norwich's short text entitled Revelations of Divine Love. Take a deep breath, and wherever you are, let your shoulders relax. Let your attention settle, and I invite you to open your heart to these words. Although our Lord showed me that I would sin, and by me alone I understood everyone, at this I began to feel a quiet fear, and to this our Lord answered me as follows, I am keeping you very safe. This promise was made to me with more love and assurance and spiritual sustenance than I can possibly say. For just as it was previously shown that I would sin, the help was also shown to me, safety and protection for all my fellow Christians. What could make me love my fellow Christians more? than to see in God that he loves all who shall be saved as though they were one soul. For just as there is an animal will in our lower nature, which can have no good impulses, there is a godly will in our higher nature, which no less than the persons of the Holy Trinity can will no evil, but only good. And this is what our Lord showed in the completeness of love in which he holds us. Yes, that he loves us as much now while we are here as he will do when we are there in his blessed presence. God also showed me that sin is not shameful to man, but his glory. For in this revelation, my understanding was lifted up into heaven, and then there came truly into my mind David, Peter and Paul, Thomas of India and the Magdalene, how they are famous in the church on earth with their sins as their glory. And it is no shame to them that they have sinned any more than it is in the bliss of heaven. For there the badge of their sin is changed into glory. In this way, our Lord God showed them to me as an example of all others who shall come there. Sin is the sharpest scourge that any chosen soul can be struck with. It is a scourge which lashes men and women so hard and batters them and destroys them so completely in their own eyes that they think they only deserve to sink down into hell. But when the touch of the Holy Ghost brings contrition, it turns the bitterness into hope of God's mercy. And then their wounds begin to heal 
and the soul begins to revive into the life of Holy Church. The Holy Ghost leads a man on to confession, and he earnestly shows his sins nakedly and truly with great sorrow and great shame that he has so befouled the fair image of God. Then, in accordance with the basic teaching which the church has received from the Holy Ghost, his confessor imposes a penance on him for each sin. By this medicine, every sinful soul needs to be healed, especially of sins that are in themselves mortal. Although a man has the scars of healed wounds when he appears before God, they do not deface him, but ennoble him. And as on the one hand, sin is punished here with sorrow and suffering, on the other, it shall be rewarded in heaven by the generous love of our Lord God Almighty, who does not want the toils and troubles of any who come there to be wasted. The reward we are going to receive there will not be a small one, but great splendid and glorious. And so all shame will be turned into glory and into greater joy. And I am sure by what I feel myself that the more every good, well-natured soul sees this in the kind and generous love of God, the more loath he is to sin. In the passage today, I hear echoes of how Jesus's body retained the scars and wounds of his suffering, even after he was raised from the dead. We might want all that to be erased, indeed. Don't we spend lots of money on erasing wrinkles and sucking out fat and many other ways to smooth over the bumpiness of life? that imprints itself on our mortal bodies. But we're urged by these words to accept scars as marks of glory. Rather than hiding our past or being afraid of what our wounds might reveal about us, we're encouraged that it is our past and our wounds and our moments of darkness that God takes and makes into light, or as Julian puts it, changes into glory. So just as Jesus tells Julian, Jesus tells each of us through her vision today. Whatever fear you harbor, I am keeping you very safe. Thank you for joining me today. The peace of Christ be with you.